I believe in the power of momentum at the beginning of the month. And that is why every single month I'm going to be dropping one monthly motivation episode to get us on to the right footing so we can have an incredible four weeks. So here we are in September at the start of the month and we're going to do a quick but significant monthly motivation episode. And the title of this month's is Expect the Unexpected. I think as teachers, this has to be our new mantra. And I want to give some real-life examples of how it has affected me in the past few weeks. I have had to expect the unexpected, and you probably have too, but how do we get past that? How do we avoid a rut? How do we avoid frustration when something comes our way and we're like, whoa, I didn't even see that coming? Now, before we get into this short and sweet episode, I want to read a five-star review that was left on the Apple Podcast app. The listener of the week says, yes, yes, yes. I cannot get enough of what this podcast offers. Monica is real, honest, and funny. Thank you. We are going to get into a real, honest episode right here, right now. And I want to thank all of you for being here. If you are new to the This Teacher Life podcast in season four, welcome. If you like what you are hearing each week, please take 30 seconds and leave a quick written review on your podcast platform. Those written reviews mean a lot, and I would love to shout you out in an upcoming episode. But for now, let's get into the episode titled, Expect the Unexpected. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. no surprise to us that there has been a lot of unexpected things that have happened in the past few years. It seems like we we go without saying COVID was unexpected. Pandemic teaching was unexpected. But I think even in the past six months, we have had to continue to expect the unexpected. And what was hard is we didn't know that we had to expect the unexpected. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to overcomplicate this, but the reality is it's been absolutely wild. And I think our hearts and our heads were ready for some consistency, but we just continue to be thrown through a loop when things come our way and we're like, what? What are you talking about? What? Why is that happening? What? 
are you serious? And I don't know if you have found yourself saying those things a lot lately, but I know that I have. And so I want to give you some examples. And the reason for me giving these examples is is not to complain, but it's to show that like you are not alone. And I got thrown a massive curveball a few weeks ago. Absolutely massive. And for me, that was that my subject area was changing. So I have historically taught science. I taught science for 11 years. That is my subject area. That is my passion. I have a degree in biology and chemistry. In fact, I thought I was going to be a biochemist. Fun fact, before adding um, my teaching certificate and then adding a middle level endorsement and all of these things. So like I am well equipped to teach science and then in the past three years I have taught SEL exclusively social and emotional learning courses I've loved it life skills college career and career readiness skills like it has been absolutely fantastic to provide that foundation of essential skills to kids and I have found my momentum in that And I loved that. And I wanted to continue to do that. And then the unexpected happened. Like so many of you, I got a call that basically said, hey, we need to move you. And I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, we need to move you. We cannot find a math teacher. You are qualified to teach math. You are going to teach math this year. And it was one of those things where I was like, wait, are you sure I'm qualified to teach math? And uh, interestingly, I am. Because of all my bio and chem classes from college, I kind of just on accident ended up with methods courses, but also a bunch of upper level science and and math classes for a biochemistry major. And boom, turns out that that equates to a math endorsement and I know some of you are like girl I don't even have the endorsement they hooked me up with one of them emergency certificates and I'm teaching something that I'm not even highly qualified to teach and I want you to know that I do not feel highly qualified to teach math but here I am here you are we had to expect the unexpected we had we had to make a decision And I think the decision was this. Are we going to get pissy about it every single day and be like, oh, I hate teaching math. Oh, I can't believe they moved me. Oh, I'm not even qualified to teach that. Like, are we just going to get frustrated about it every single day? Or are we going to actively choose to take it day by day? There's a big difference there. And I'm not even going to pretend like for the first two weeks of this that I wasn't getting pissy every day because I was. I was. And, And on some days I still am. I log in to look at the math that I'm supposed to be teaching and I'm like, I don't even know if I know how to do this. But I have to take a step back and I have to give myself the advice that I'm giving you. Like we have to take it day by day. When we were caught off guard by a change, when we were caught off guard by something that hit us, I think that we have to take it day by day or take a step back and say, 
I'm not going to do this. This isn't for me. Let me give you another example. It doesn't even have to be something big like a job change. I know a lot of you had a job change, but I know that some of you started a school year with a teaching partner. Like you had a second grade teaching partner. You had a fifth grade teaching partner. or You were on a team with a group of people and four days in, somebody on your team left. I've gotten so many messages from people who are like, no, seriously, like the person that I taught with for the past five years got four days into the school year and said i'm leaving talk about expecting the unexpected that is wild that throws us through a loop so we can get upset that they left every single day or we can say we're gonna get this figured out day by day two weeks into this school year I was absolutely exhausted and I I kind of chalked it up to well the beginning of the school year is just really really exhausting and by the time Friday hit I couldn't even function like I couldn't even get up I felt terribly terribly ill and all I wanted was to have a fun enjoyable weekend and I found myself sleeping for like 48 hours and having a sore throat and runny nose and my my body hurt and I had aches and pains. I'm like, oh my God, I've got the COVID. And I thought, I don't even have a subfolder yet. I don't even have like those, those pre-established sub plans yet. I don't have the protocols in place for me to even be gone because I didn't expect to need a sick day in the first month of school. And then I thought to myself, Monica, you should have expected the unexpected. Why didn't you prepare a subfolder yet? Now, speaking of subfolder, speaking of subplans, in this month on the This Teacher Life podcast, I am going to actually do an entire episode about my subplans because I have a specific subplan strategy that I think you need and I think you want to hear. It's really simple, but it's really significant and it has changed the way that my students respond when there is a sub. And it makes things so much better when I come back from having a sub. So stay tuned for sub plans because that's coming in September. But I was sick. And the question is, was I going to beat myself up over not having a subfolder yet? Or was I going to take it day by day? And the time that I got back to school, when I got back to school, I was going to create some killer sub plans to be more proactive rather than reactive for the future. Today, literally today, I got subbed out of my class pretty unexpectedly. (laughs) I had to get subbed out of one of my teaching periods so I could attend a meeting for upcoming testing. Everyone on my team has the same plan period. I do not have the same plan period. So that was really unexpected. And I start to think like, well, is that how it's going to be this year? If I need to meet with my team then I'm going to have to get subbed out of my third period class because they have planned third period and I have planned fifth period this year. Didn't see that one coming. So, boom. Am I going to get pissy about it or am I going to take it day by day? And when a meeting pops up, I just know like, all right, just roll with it. Get it figured out on the fly there, girl. Another thing that happened today It got to be 89 degrees, not outside, in my classroom. 
it was 89 degrees. I'm going to be honest. I was sweating my buns off. And I looked, I looked at these poor kids and they were sitting in their seats sweating. They got up out of their desks and they had buns in the chair. Sweat buns. You know what I'm saying? Their poor buns were sweating through the chair. <laughs> I don't know if everybody calls it this, but I'm just going to call it what we call it in the Midwest. That's called swass. Okay. God love these kids. My air conditioner kind of busted on a day that it was crazy humid outside. And all of these kids were sweating. And it smelled like just stink fest 2022. Like B.O. and stinky kids and humidity and farm. Because there's a cornfield out my window. We were a hot mess express. Literally, figuratively, emotionally today I did not expect that because I wore a hoodie to school today because I am always very very cold and somebody said well Miss Jenta you should probably just take off your hoodie and I was like but I have a gray shirt on under this hoodie and if I take off this hoodie all you're going to see is full sweat through my gray shirt that is all you're gonna see and people are like oh my god Miss Jenta you're sweating through your shirt and I'm like I know so I chose to keep the hoodie on these are a variety of expect the unexpected probably should not have had a gray t-shirt on under the hoodie did I know the air conditioning was gonna go out today no I did not but I should have expected it and the question is am I gonna get pissy about the air conditioning going out though they're working on it or am I gonna take it day by day and plan accordingly tomorrow friends that is the answer, right? Like we, when we really take a step back, we give ourselves the answer. Are we going to do this? Or are we going to do this? If we continue to get frustrated and fearful and just full of animosity towards a situation, like I'm not going to last this school year and neither are you. And I say that with so much love in my heart. I have to do a better job and maybe you have to do a better job of taking it day by day. Tomorrow is a fresh start. In the heat of the moment, literally, and me having to leave my classroom kind of unexpectedly and me being sick all last weekend and me teaching math that I don't really understand and none of the kids were able to get into their go math login thing for a pretest today. It was one thing after another. But I have one of two choices and you have one of two choices. Tomorrow, I can go into my classroom wearing a t-shirt and bringing a jacket so I'm prepared for the air conditioning. I can have some emergency subplans. So whether I'm sick or one of these pop-up meeting happens, I'm ready to go. I can talk to the kids tomorrow and say, hey... Let's keep track of our GoMath logins. Hey, let's keep track of our IXL logins. Hey, let's create a Google Doc with all of these passwords and usernames so we aren't wasting 20 minutes today. So you can take your uh, diagnostic pretest. Like, we can get all of these things proactively taken care of. And tomorrow I can walk into my class and you can walk into your class and we can apologize and say, hey, yesterday I was not at my best. I was not expecting all of these things. I'm going to learn from it. And today we're going to do better because today is a new day. 
because I'm going to take it one day at a time. And what happened yesterday was yesterday. But what happens today, this is what we have control over right here, right now. I realize that the past few years have been very, very hard. And we are jaded. And we have lost trust. And we have gotten disconnected. And we just are simply exhausted. So what I'm requesting of myself and what I'm suggesting of you is that we look at it and say, am I going to continue to get frustrated every single day? Or am I going to actively make the choice to take it day by day? We get one of two of those options. We cannot do both at the same time. So which is the right decision for you? Because if we want to expect the unexpected, because things are going to continue to pop up all year long, all year long, all career long. But if we want to continue to enjoy our profession, and if we want to continue to build relationships with kids and not let the, the toxic nature of what is happening in our world bleed into our classrooms, take it day by day. And if you screwed up today, Start again tomorrow. If you're listening to the to this in the middle of your school week, if you're like, oh, I've already screwed up the week. I'm just waiting for Monday. No, today's a new day. If you're listening to this over your lunch hour and you're like, periods one through four were a disaster or my morning block was a disaster. It's a new afternoon. It's a new start. We can take it day by day, but I think we can also take it class by class, hour by hour, minute by minute. And that's hard to do. Because we love a schedule. We love structure. But at the end of the day, if we expect the unexpected, I think unexpectedly good things can come at the end of it. And I want you to know that I'm cheering you on and that we've got this. Now, there is one thing this school year that I am expecting to be awesome. And it's just not an expectation. It's it's facts baby it's 100% true going to be incredible and that is the awesome academy for teachers this four course online series is going to be exactly what you need to keep you positive keep you equipped with hundreds of ideas on student motivation student engagement social and emotional learning relationship building I'm telling you, the Awesome Academy is going to be your jam. Not to mention, you can earn up to 60 hours worth of PD credit from your participation. Now, I will say this. We are in the last call because the official start of this is September. So if you are listening in September, you still have time. But I want you to know that registration is going to close so super soon. So the question is, do you need some help this year? Do you need some resources? Do you need some ideas? Do you need PD hours? If you said yes to any of that, the Awesome Academy is for you and it's at an incredibly affordable price for getting 60 hours of PD credit. You can go to monicagenta.com forward slash Awesome Academy. I'm going to put a direct link in the show notes, but again, that's monicagenta.com slash Awesome Academy. If you need help expecting the unexpected, the Awesome Academy is going to equip you with so many strategies on how to have the best school year of your life 
100% guaranteed. Friends, I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode, but most importantly, thank you for living this teacher life.